What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Planet Today. It's Monday, May 2nd, 2022. I'm your host, Matt Norton, here once again with producer and co-host Nick Janusa. Nick, how are you on this fine Monday? Matt, I am doing super well, my man. I want to wish my folks a very happy anniversary. It is their anniversary tomorrow, so shout out mom and dad. Love you guys. Love your love. Oh, wow, that's awesome. One of my one of my favorite couples. So happy anniversary to them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm also excited because this is our first ever Monday mini-sode. So as a listener, you can expect one or two of them every month, depending on how many Mondays that month has. Um, they're going to be one or two quick hits and a good episode to send your friends to introduce them to TPT. So with that, time for the show. in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy with two episodes every week coming your way Monday and Friday. Rate and review the show wherever you can, folks. Don't forget, it helps us a lot. Also help us out by checking out the presenting sponsor of the planet today, Vela Alta. Vala Alta's Everyday Handkerchief is a high-performance daily-use handkerchief designed to help minimize your impact. Made in the United States from sustainably sourced Irish linen, capturing the material's historic craftsmanship and natural antimicrobial properties, handkerchiefs perfectly balance softness with durability and absorbency with rapid drying. Ideal for functional use in all settings, from the outdoors to routine encounters, their small and lightweight design makes one a must-carry for wherever life takes you. Build your own bundles from limited edition colors at valalta.co and save 15% with code TPT. That's V-A-L-A-A-L-T-A dot co and code TPT. All right, 10 minutes or less, let's do this. All right, so today's first and only story. Nine U.S. cities now produce more solar power than the entire U.S. did 10 years ago by Ben Adler from Yahoo News. In 2008, the United States had 0.34 gigawatts of solar energy, which was enough to power roughly 255,000 homes. Since then, public support of solar energy has increased. The cost per kilowatt of solar energy has decreased. Government solar incentives have increased. Government policies have prioritized renewable energy. And capacity for solar energy through utilities has increased. And just to put some numbers on that, the average cost of solar panels has dropped 70% since 2014, according to the Department of Energy. So basically, solar has had a great opportunity to take off in the past 10 years. A study by the Environment America Research and Policy Center and the Frontier Group revealed that solar capacity increased 19% in 2021, and the U.S. now has 121.4 gigawatts of solar energy capacity. And if that was just used on homes, we're looking at 91,050,000 homes powered by solar. Which is awesome. Like solar and, and all renewable energies are just booming right now. But when you look at that number, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The study also found that Southwestern and West Coast U.S. cities are the leaders in rooftop solar panels in cities. 
they studied 56 cities and found that 15 of them have 10 times as much solar capacity as they did in 2014. The Shining Cities report found that nine U.S. cities have more solar power installed than the entire U.S. did a decade ago. Yeah, that's a major accomplishment. I mean, we, we know that there's more solar capacity and we know that, you know, the price has gone down over the past decade, over the past 15 years. But to see that, that there's nine cities that are producing more than the entire country did 10 years ago, major, major accomplishment. The report also listed the country's leaders in solar capacity per person. And the top five are as follows. You have Honolulu, Las Vegas, San Diego, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and San Jose, California. Los Angeles leads the nation in total installed solar capacity. So basically all pretty sunny areas, all very solar friendly, but still, this is awesome. Yeah, and something that Nick just brought up that I want to kind of drive home, the reason that LA leads the nation in total installed solar capacity is because it's a major city. There's a lot of rooftops under that Los Angeles umbrella, but the other cities that we mentioned in the top five, they might not have as much total, but per capita, you know, they have smaller population sizes. They have a ton of solar for the amount of people there. So depending on how you look at it, there are multiple winners here. Shout out Honolulu for having the most solar per person. That's awesome. <laughs> I guess we need to go to Hawaii. Okay, deal. Planet Today yeah. takes Hawaii. I love it. Yeah, it's a little business trip, right? We want to go see <laughs> all of this rooftop solar in action so we could talk about it on the show. Write that off on our taxes next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> so something that's a little bit of a negative to throw in here. Fossil fuel interests and some utilities are working to slow the growth of distributed solar energy. So over the past few years, many states have considered or passed rollbacks to net metering. And net metering is basically the practice of crediting solar energy customers for the extra energy that they supply to the grid. That is crucial for incentivizing people to want to get solar. So basically what you're looking at is just to make the numbers really easy, Let's say that your home consumes 10 units of energy per day, but your solar panels are producing 12 units of energy per day. Those extra two units are going to get fed back into the grid and you as the owner of the solar on your roof are going to get paid for that excess energy. So by disincentivizing that and paying less for it, some people might be a little turned off to the idea of getting it. So me personally, when I get a home, I'm going to want solar to be more environmentally conscious, but some people are more motivated by money. And in this case, it doesn't really matter what your motivations are because you're still going to wind up with solar as a viable option here. Yeah, absolutely. And you also end up with, with cash in your pocket, right? So if you're overproducing, then boom, you're, you're making yourself some money. I mean, it's definitely the future. It's obviously on the forefront. It's been eight years <laughs> and solar has dropped 70% in price. Like that is awesome news. And I remember when solar first came out, everyone was like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And now I'm literally just looking out at like the community I live in. I can see solar panels on like many of the houses. It's really prevalent now. Yeah, it's an awesome time to be a solar fan. But like we said, Fossil fuel interests and some of the utilities, they obviously don't make their money off of solar, so they're going to try to roll back those net metering incentive rates. If this is something you care about, 
make sure you get involved with local elections and have your voice be heard that you support net metering. But for now, that'll do it for today's episode of TPT. Please go share this show with one friend. That's all we're asking. Nick and I are going to be back on Friday for some quick hits. So make sure to follow us on our socials at Planet Today Pod for more TPT in the meantime. For the Planet Today, I'm Nick Janusa. I'm Matt Norton. See you on Friday. Peace.